It's a microphone. <laughs> Tipsy. Lay down. Hey, buddy. Can you lay down? It's time to record. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. I almost didn't do an episode this week. I have felt so heavy. Over the last week, it seems I've hit one of those low points on the roller coaster of life that we're all on. And not to mention, what's happening in our country is exhausting as well. And this isn't, nor will it ever be a political podcast. That's not why I created it. But I do just want to quickly say that in whatever you have felt over the last few days, your feelings are valid. You're not alone in your feelings of fear, of sadness, and shock. And if you ever need someone to talk to, my DMs are always open. So yeah, I didn't want to do an episode this week. I told myself over and over again that you all would understand if I just took a week off, but I woke up this morning and saw something on social media that reminded me that I shouldn't run, but that I should challenge myself to be vulnerable, that it was time to talk about these feelings I've been having that I felt like I shouldn't share on here. It reminded me that I shouldn't try to hide because that's not who Lexi White is. That's not what I pride myself on. What I pride myself on is being an open book and being vulnerable. That's why I created this podcast, to take the vulnerability that I try and share through a few stories on Instagram to a platform where I can share in more detail and give a bigger picture of my life so that others who might be going through similar situations will know that someone else out there is too. If you don't follow me on Instagram or haven't seen some of my posts, In January of 2021, rather than choosing a New Year's resolution, I started what was originally called the House of Balance Project. Since I closed the doors to House of Balance, I now simply sign at Alexis McRae White. But this was and is a way for me to spread love and light into this world. I write little quotes on sticky notes and place them in public places where people will see them and be reminded that they matter Or maybe it offers them something that sets off a light bulb in their mind. A little while ago, I left one of my notes in the Atlanta airport. And today, when I looked through my camera roll to find it, I realized that the day I left this note, and I didn't realize it at the time, happened to be two months to the day after my breakup. The sticky note that I left said, You can't heal if you keep pretending you're not hurt. While I don't feel like I've been pretending that I'm not hurt, I think somehow I just forgot that I am. I think in all the excitement of realizing my purpose and my passions and how they align and bringing Lex appeal to life, I forgot that my heart was broken, that my heart hurts. Over the weekend, the heaviness and the hurt that has seemed to come to the surface over the last week It took over. I was bored, getting ready for bed, scrolling through social media, and I saw something that just pushed that heaviness and that hurt over the edge 
And I just sat in my bed and cried for the first time in months. Social media can be a little bit like a haunted house at times. You think you're in the clear, going along and close to the end, and then out of nowhere, something pops out at you. Even if you thought you took every precaution to make sure you weren't scared again. When it comes to social media, obviously, it's more like gut punches rather than fear. I texted a few of my people asking if they were still awake. And as someone who is a religious do not disturb user and respects a person who silences their phone at night, I really didn't expect anyone to answer. But sure enough, my phone lit up. I told them, I can't explain my feelings at all, but I miss my ex. Not in the, I want to get back together way, but I miss him. I wonder how he's doing and how things are going for him. I'm sad and I feel crazy for feeling this way. My cousin responded and reminded me that those feelings are perfectly normal and fine. And then she said something that kind of made me just stop and be like, oh yeah. She said, you guys haven't been broken up long at all. And you were together for three years. You spent three years loving one another. It's not been that long. And I realized I've packed so much life into the last four months that I forgot that it's only been four months, not four years. I realized that these feelings really are normal because not that I haven't begun to move forward with my life. I think anybody who knows me or follows me on social media can see that I have, but because I'm still letting go of and mourning the future and the life I thought we were going to have together and the plans we made together and even the person I thought I was with versus the person I was actually with. I'm somehow still learning that I was in love with potential and we all know that potential isn't reality, but it does a damn good job at presenting itself as such and letting that go. It's hard. And it sucks. I'm learning that it's okay to remember and cherish the good and the happy memories while also knowing that our separating was for the best. It doesn't take away the love we shared. It's just the ending of our story together. But the thing about our story together is that it was one chapter in my book. In all of our lives, there's going to be characters that are in your story from page one on every single page until you close that back cover. There will be those that pop up in random chapters and you won't see or hear from them for a while and then all of a sudden they'll pop back up in another chapter. And then there are some that are consistently in our story for a while and you get attached to them and then that story inside your story ends. And then the next chapter begins. Some people feel like, when that new chapter begins, those past chapters shouldn't exist anymore or that they shouldn't even be thought of. But when you're reading a book, if someone tears out pages, you're going to be wondering what the heck happened. You're going to miss some really important information, really important building blocks that help the rest of the story make sense. You need those pages and those chapters in order to continue with and finish the book. The book isn't complete without them. You can't heal if you keep pretending you're not hurt. Shoving down your feelings, numbing the pain with something, whether it's substances or using other people for comfort or throwing yourself into some other type of distraction, it doesn't last and it never will. 
That pain will be there until you allow yourself to feel it. That pain isn't going anywhere. It doesn't have anywhere to be. My favorite band, Johnny Swim, has a song called Let It Matter. And while the entire song speaks to me on such a deep level, and I encourage every single one of you to go listen to it, there's a line in the chorus that says, Escape is a waste. Ain't no use in hiding. You know the best way over's through. If it matters, let it matter. You can't escape the things that have hurt you. You can't run from the pain forever. If something mattered to you, let it matter. Don't pretend like it didn't because ultimately when you do that, the only person you're hurting is you. Yesterday and today, I'm recording this Monday evening because if it weren't for the last minute, I'd never get anything done. But I made myself get up and do things. I made myself go to brunch with some of my people. And right after, I unexpectedly ran into some friends and rather listening to that voice inside of my head saying, go home and lay in bed, I sat down with them and listened to live music and laughed and enjoyed time with them. And then today, my girl Anna Glasscock, who is a home organizer, came over to help me finish cleaning out and organizing my guest room so that I can turn it into my home office. She and I talked and laughed and turned what is normally a very miserable activity into time well spent with one another and just enjoyed being together. And she's going to be on the podcast in the hopefully very near future. Um, But if you need someone to organize anything in your home, she is your absolute go-to. You can find her on Instagram at Anna Glasscock Organizing, A-N-N-A, G-L-A-S-C-O-C-K, organizing. Cannot recommend this girl enough. You need her in your life, I promise you. Okay, so the point of that was, while going through all of the stuff in my guest room, there was one particular storage bin where I found a journal that I had kept during my relationship. I let myself read a few sentences and what I read reminded me that while yes, there were a lot of good times, there were also very valid reasons for us going our separate ways. I went through so many notebooks and just junk today, but finding that one journal brought me back to the present. It put a band-aid on my open wound. Healing isn't linear. The journey isn't linear. And it's not supposed to be. No matter how much we want it to be or how much we try to control it, that's not how it works. We wouldn't grow from our experiences if we just breezed through them, if we just sailed through the pain, if we went from point A to point B with no speed bumps or roadblocks. That's not how you step into your power. Linear journeys don't allow us to step into our power. Healing sometimes takes longer than you think it should, but that doesn't mean healing isn't happening. Heaviness and hurt in the midst of healing is normal. You're not regressing. You're not crazy and neither am I. You're not doing anything wrong. Sometimes the wounds just open up again, but the more you take care of those wounds, the more they heal, even if they reopen occasionally. Each time, that wound's going to be smaller, and someday, it won't open again. 
You may have a scar and it may tingle every now and then, but you won't be bleeding anymore. I'm realizing that just because you focus on healing doesn't mean the hurt disappears. There's a difference between numbing and actively healing. When you're actively healing, the hurt, it comes in waves. You're future focused and doing things that better yourself. And then you have the hurt wash over you, but you don't stop moving forward. I'm realizing that I'm going to have days or maybe a week or two where I am hurting and the pain and the heartache is front and center, but that doesn't mean I'm going backwards. It's part of the process. Progress and pain can coexist. Forward is forward. I found a quote and I'm not sure who it's by, but it said, what if you were actually very blessed because you got to experience something hard? That you now have a depth and understanding, an awareness and overcoming and a strength that not all human beings get the opportunity to receive. I think that's a very unique way of looking at the things that cause us pain, the things that we have to heal from. Because I'll be honest, there are days that I don't really feel like it's a blessing that I went through the heartache and the pain that I did. But I know that one day I'm going to be able to use that heartache and that pain and this healing that I'm going through to potentially help someone else who is going through that same thing in their journey. So at some point it will be a blessing even if it doesn't feel like that right now. I mentioned earlier in the episode that when it was late and I was feeling really down, I texted my people and was able to talk to them and open up to them and share what I was feeling. And I just want you to know that if you feel like you don't have someone, you've got me. And I can't promise you that if it's late, I'll answer. I'm the queen of do not disturb. But as soon as I see your message, I'm with you. I've got you. So you're not alone. But I do want to ask you this. What are you not healing from because you're pretending you're not hurt? What are you numbing so that you don't have to feel the discomfort and the pain? It doesn't have to be a breakup. There are a million things out there that cause us hurt. A million things we have to heal from. My breakup, it's not the only thing I'm actively working on healing. Don't let yourself pretend that things that mattered to you didn't matter. Let yourself feel all of the feels. Connect with people. I know how hard it is to reach out to someone and say, hey, what are you doing today or tomorrow? I'm having a really rough time and I need to get out of my house and out of my head. I know how hard that is, but when you take that step, you are actively healing. And more likely than not, especially these days, that person that you're reaching out to probably needs the same thing. We all seem to be feeling it and thinking it but no one wants to say it out loud. So I'll encourage you to reach out. Reach out to the first person that popped into your mind when I said the word reach out. Unless it's an ex, we're not playing that game. We're not going down that road again. Tell that person that they were on your mind and how much they mean to you. We all need to hear that, to be reminded of that. 
But also when you're telling that person how much they mean to you, don't be scared to ask for support. Ask for help. Don't be afraid to allow yourself to hurt because you deserve to heal. We all do. Every single one of us. So yeah, I didn't want to show up today, but I did. I sat here and admitting feelings of missing my ex that I swore to myself I wouldn't even say out loud, let alone come on this podcast and put it out for everyone to hear. But I just allowed myself the space to let what mattered to me matter. I'm choosing to allow my heartache to walk hand in hand with my healing for as long as it takes. And I hope you will too. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for allowing me to be fully myself on my strongest and my most vulnerable days. Thank you for loving and supporting me through Lex Appeal. I hope you know how much that means to me, not just with this episode, but every single week that you show up. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. As always, I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. See you next Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.